Welcome to the Rebranded Teacher Podcast. My name is Lauren Fulton. I'm a full-time teacher author and seller on Teachers Pay Teachers, and I help other teacher entrepreneurs grow their TPT businesses in a way that's purposeful and sustainable. So if you're looking for actionable, step-by-step ways to grow your business, you're in the right place. Let's get started. So last week, we talked about three strategies for someone who's brand new to email marketing. And this week, we're talking about three advanced email marketing strategies. I'm really excited to talk about these because these are three things that I really enjoyed doing myself and a couple of them that I want to do a little bit more and I've done a lot of experimenting with some of these and I can't wait to share them with you. So first of all, if you're in a position with your email list where you're finding that either number one, you feel like you've mastered it, right? where everything's going really well for you, you feel like you're in a good rhythm and you're ready to try something new, this is a great episode for you. If you're in a spot where you're like, I feel like I'm doing all of the things right, but something is missing here. Something's not quite hitting the mark with my audience. This is going to be a great episode for you because there are going to be some strategies that you can try inside this episode. So number one, if things are going well, you're seeing sales come from your emails and you're seeing success with your emails. Your leads are responding to the calls to action that you are giving them within your emails. Then this is a really great time to try sending more than one email a week. Now, hear me out on this, okay? I'm not saying email them every day. That's absolutely not what I'm saying. Personally, this is a personal opinion, although I would never tell someone who is doing this successfully that it's a bad idea, but I would be really cautious of sending an email every single day. That's just me. But I'm talking about like maybe not even every week, maybe every other week you send two emails. And that could be where one email is just packed full of value. And then the next one is a direct sales email. So that way you're still getting that sales email in every single month, but you can send specific emails. I know like for me, sometimes I really want to send emails to my audience that are just specifically nurture emails, emails that are not sending them to my TPT store, emails that are not asking them to do anything, emails that are just giving value to them, whether giving them good ideas or giving them a free resource or whatever without asking anything else from them. But it kind of hurts a little bit, not gonna lie, when I do that and then I'm missing those sales that week, right? So when I send a nurture only email with no sales, no strings attached to it, I will usually follow up later in the week with a sales specific email. Another thing that you can try to do is to squeeze in a spotlight email. Like maybe one week you're emailing them every single day that week and you're focusing or spotlighting one particular product or one particular product line or one specific strategy or what have you that leads into or ties into your product line. I've done this with a lot of success. I did not see a lot of unsubscribes or anything like that. But here's what I would say. If you're moving into that sending more than one email a week or sending multiple emails a week for a special event, then one of the things that you're going to want to do is you're going to want to add a link that they can click down at the bottom of your email that allows them to opt out of 
receiving more than one email a week. So for example, if I'm just doing an extra email, when I send that extra email, I will say down at the bottom, only want to receive one email a week, click here, and I will only send you one email a week. They click that link, it gives them a tag inside of my system. And you can do this with ConvertKit, it'll tag them basically take them to a landing page that just says, success, like you, we won't send you more than one email a week. If you're in Flowdesk or one of the other platforms that doesn't allow you to tag based on a link that they click, then one of the things that you can do is you can just create a very basic form. I wouldn't even have them put their name in. I would just have them put their email address in and then boom, they get tagged with that once a week email tag. And then when you go to send out those additional emails, then they're not getting that. Same for an event. If I'm sending out emails for like the spotlight campaign, the product spotlight campaign where they're getting an email every day that week, then what I'll do is I'll say like, don't want to receive any more emails about Respiral Review this week, click here and I'll opt you out. And so that just allows them, it gives them the freedom to cut down on the number of emails they want to receive without having to leave your email list. Some people feel like they don't have a choice. It's like, I really like you. And I've literally had people say this to me before, they're like, I really like you, but I'm inundated with TPTCL emails right now. And so I told that, I was able to tell that lady very specifically, hey, no problem because she sent it on the very first email that I sent that week. I said, no problem. If you'll click this button right here, it's going to add a tag to you and my system won't send you more than one email a week. And she was like, oh, that's phenomenal, right? She was really happy with that because she didn't want to leave. But again, sometimes they don't feel like they have any other choice but to click that unsubscribe button. So kind of giving them a step in between, but try sending more than one email and see how it works for you. Here's another one that's really fun. I've actually only done this one once and I want to do it again. Pimp your email list. Okay. Now I have ideas for this. I'm not going to lie. I've done a collab swap where in exchange for somebody else promoting my products, I've promoted theirs via email. And I feel like that was a really good swap. I would love to do that again. At some point down the road, I would like to experiment with this. The thing about it is, is that I just don't know that I'm, I'm ready to do this. So let me explain to you. If you have a good size email list and you're at a point where you're like, you know what? I would like to maybe not write an email or I would like to maybe do a collab swap or something like that, reach another audience, or maybe you would just like some guaranteed earnings. One of the things that I thought about doing that I think would be really smart and I think that a lot of people would go for is that if you have a decent sized email list, your audience is engaged and you can provide results for people is why not charge people to have an advertisement inside of your email? So for example, if you want to send a nurture email, or let's say that you do a series during the summer, a summer freebie series, rather than having all of the freebies come from you, why not have somebody pay to put their free resource in your email and then you get paid for that free resource to be in there, your audience gets a freebie so you're providing value to your audience, you're getting paid for it, they're getting exposure and followers to their store. So just kind of a thought, that's something that I would love to do at some point, even if it's just like a week long thing that you offer to people rather than, it doesn't always have to be a tit for tat. Like sometimes there are people that you would like to partner with that maybe they don't have anything in exchange to offer you. Maybe they don't have an email list, but they have a really cool product. So you couldn't really exchange and say, you email people about my product, I'll email people about yours, 
maybe they just pay you, right? And you could decide the dollar amount for that, but that would be guaranteed money for you. And so if you did that, say $100 a spot, and you did that for five days a week, that's an extra $500 for sending free resources to your email list. Or maybe you charge $50, that's an extra $250 that month for sending freebies to your email list. So this is something that I would really like to try at some point. I wouldn't do this if you're not seeing results. I wouldn't charge people if you don't think that they're going to get any results. But if you have an active and engaged audience, your email list is working for you. Why the heck not pimp your list? I wouldn't necessarily send them to a free lead magnet or anything like that. But I feel like it would be a really great exchange to say, hey, you pay me $100 and I will send them to your store and give them the call to action to follow your store while they're there. So just kind of giving them some exposure, you getting money for it and your audience getting value. So there's that pimp your email list. And if you try that, please let me know because that specific tactic I have not tried and I really, really want to. And if you're interested, if you're listening right now and you're like, Lauren, yeah, I would love like pimp your email list out to me for a freebie, like hit me up, we'll talk. But I would love to do that at some point. I think that would be really fun and provide a lot of value to my audience. So moving on, number three, conduct a short versus long experiment. So this is something that I do sometimes. And full disclosure, we're coming out of a sale that, you know, usually does extremely well for me. Now, I'm just going to preface this by saying that the sale has still been by most people's definition, very successful for me. However, I'm not seeing the conversion rate on my email list that I'm used to seeing. So we're coming out of actually an event. It's still going on right now. But by the time this airs, it'll be long over. Actually, like a promo that I'm doing, an email marketing promo that by anybody's definition of success, it's done really well for me this year. But my conversion rates are down significantly from last year. And that really bothers me from that email marketing standpoint, because I look at that and I go, okay, what is wrong. Like, how can I fix this? And I'm a fixer. I'm the type of person that like, if I'm not hitting those numbers that I was hitting last year, I don't care what the economy is like. I don't care what anything else is like. I have to have a solution to this problem, which isn't realistic, right? There are some things that are outside of our control. But one of the things that I sat down and I did, I said, okay, like what, how can I experiment with this, right? Clearly what I did last year is not working for me this year. And that happens in just one year's time. What worked for me last year really, really well is not working for me this year. And I have to try to experiment or I'm not going to be able to adapt. I cannot continue to try the same thing over and over and over again if it's not giving me results and just hope that something different is going to happen. You know, there's a saying for that, right? So one of the things that I do in those cases is I start to look at let's do short versus long. So let's see if I conduct an experiment for whether or not I send a short email versus a long email. And I'm telling you right now, a huge portion of the time I can take an email that didn't do well. I can chop it down, take the images out, make it shorter, and it'll do better the next time. So short versus long. That doesn't mean that you should never send long emails. That is absolutely not the case. You need some long emails in order to give value to your customer. You need some long emails in order to connect with your customer. You need some long emails in order to actually explain the product that you're selling a lot of times. But if you're finding 
that your emails are not performing for you, take a look at it. Is this a short email? Maybe they needed more information. Is it a long email? Let's chop it down and make it simpler. And do a short versus long experiment. If your marketing platform lets you run an A-B test, which ConvertKit will, but Flowdesk will not. So like last week, we talked about ConvertKit and Flowdesk. So if you listened last week, you're still new to email marketing, you're just kind of soaking it all in. Flowdesk does not do A-B testing, but ConvertKit will allow you to do that. So if your email marketing service allows you to do A-B testing and test different versions, then do this. Try it. Send one that's long and send one that's short. Send both to like 50% of people and see which one does better. Or send the long email this week. Next week, chop it down. Change things around just a little bit. Send the short email. Okay, see what happens. This is something that has been my go-to strategy when things are not working. Now, obviously, there are other strategies. There are other ways to troubleshoot. But I'm telling you, most of the time, it's that your audience either needs more information or they're overloaded with information. And either chopping it down or expanding it out will be a really good solution to your problem. That's going to fix a lot of things. Okay. Usually it's the chopping down though. Just being real with you, usually chopping down is it. So if I sent a short email and it was like short and sweet, maybe the next time I'm going to do a little connection piece, I'm going to tell a story. I'm going to connect with them. I'm going to problem solve with them and I'm going to connect with them with that personal story. And then I'm going to do my sales pitch. Or if I did that last time and that didn't work, or I did just a long explanation, then I'll chop it down. Okay. So there are three strategies that you guys can try. If you try any of these, please let me know. I would love to have a conversation with you about this. Again, if you have any email marketing questions, put them inside the Facebook group, The Rebranded Teacher. It's a free Facebook group. Go join it and ask your email marketing question there or send me a message on Instagram at the Lauren Fulton. I would love to answer them for you. And I would love for next week to be an email marketing FAQ where I can answer some of you guys' questions about email marketing. All right, you guys. So beginning strategies last week for sellers who are brand new to email marketing or wanting to dip their toes into it. And then now this week, advanced strategies. And I cannot wait to hopefully chat with you more about email marketing next week. All right, I'll see you guys right back here next week. If you want to learn more and grow more with me, then you can find me inside of Rebranded Teacher Academy. Rebranded Teacher Academy is a low-cost monthly membership that gives you access to my entire course and content catalog from courses for brand new TPT sellers like Selling 101 to more advanced sellers inside of Strategic Growth, Ditch the Overwhelm, a quick start library where you can pick any topic that you would like to learn more about, watch a short video, and then immediately implement what you learned with a corresponding workbook. But what RTA members tend to love most are the monthly challenge and strategy sessions where every single month I give you step-by-step strategies that you can implement inside of your business in the form of a fun monthly challenge that helps you move your business forward every single month. If you want to learn more about Rebranded Teacher Academy and how you can become a member, you can find more about that down inside of the description. Thanks so much for listening today. If you enjoyed this podcast, I would love if you would share about it on social media and help other TPT sellers find it too. I'll see you right here next week.